0: Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a
1: podcast for everyone's day Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you thrash pandas listen to. And this week we have a special guest, and it's about damn time. The news is trailering behind, and finally. Our special guest has a dragon of the week, Ooh. and as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm
2: Amanda, I'm Joe.
3: And guess what, y'all? That's right. As Brian alluded to, we have a guest that we have been has been in the making for years now. Good friend of the podcast. He's a streamer. He's a musician. He's a blogger. He's a podcaster. He's a costume maker. He's a prop maker. He's an all-around good dude. And I didn't even tell you yet that he's also a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
4: That's my <laughs> day job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Give it up for the one, the only Eric, also known as Rhythm Bastard. Oh,
4: it, it's, it is about damn time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm Eric, A.K. Rhythm Bastard, and if you love the theme you've been jamming out to every week, I wrote that. Hell that's right. yeah, yo man!
3: One of my favorite memories of this podcast is you and me in your room, just like listening to the, some grimy bass and being like, "Yeah, that's it." I, 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 I wish I could use.
4: Uh, it's actually a uh, VST called Triforce, and it you know it emulates the uh, chipset of the original Nintendo system. Okay, and yeah, so and I just wish I could use that more. But there's also, <laughs> and there's just like so many free extensions like that there's also jenny that replicates the uh genesis system so yeah there's a whole world out there
3: as you can hear rhythm (laughs) bastard knows his stuff he does and we're gonna go deep into the theme song and also all the other amazing things that you do here today uh but before we begin we got to ask you the most important question on this podcast absolutely you heard the theme song you know what we got to ask right eric what is your favorite sandwich
4: Grilled chicken panini. Ooh. Yeah. Especially you get it with like some pestos. You see, that's the mark of a really like like good good tier pizzeria if they have like the paninis the bread's yeah. flat and they can include like you know sun-dried tomatoes oh the sun-dried mozzare- tomatoes is yeah. clutch yeah. 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 <laughs> pesto sauce and it's like oh
3: alright what's your toast level here do you want it crunchy do you want it just melted like what are we, go- what are we I, doing I with the panini I want it just melted just yeah. melted yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't okay. want okay. it burnt to
4: a crisp so, right 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 yeah.
3: see I'm a burnt guy I want to get that cr- I mean, not burnt I want to taste it but I like
2: it <laughs> see I'm, I'm, a, I'm a crunch on the outside give me like the outer oh. edges give me just a little bit of crunch because that does actually change the flavor right. having not like a nice it's a visceral consistency feeling consistency of Cuban bread. It's, it, yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. exactly, Perfect. Perfect exactly. Yeah. but not too over toasted because I agree the melt is part of the fun I don't want it to I don't want to just you know bite into toast right. I just <laughs> <say> toast <laughs> Do you know, know. butter then press or just press you want butter. the burn line?
5: Yeah, got always butter. Oh, you got to butter.
1: Always a butter. Butter. Yeah. butter. What are we even doing here if you don't butter it first? <laughs> <laughs> are paninis
4: usually
3: small or can they do they come in different varieties of sizes?
4: I think as long as just it's been pressed down. That's yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's just a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. The panini is the pressing. Yeah, <laughs> that so is
5: They're probably about the size of a panini press, if I had to guess.
4: Yeah. <laughs> right,
3: but if I like There's made a sandwich sizes. out of waffles and pressed the waffles, does that make it a panini? Or is it just a if wa- waffle if sandwich? If you've
2: pressed that waffle sandwich in, in a panini, panini? panini make a panini <laughs> press,
3: yes, so yes. Many which lines. Is, that has become <laughs> a so waffle panini. Many which, lines. which is
5: interesting because you press waffles to begin with. Right. So that would have been a double press. Oh panini. man.
4: Well, yeah, but I, I don't think you just can just like press the batter first. That you have to like make the waffles yes. first, yes. let them you know uh, materialize, yeah. then make the panini out. Exactly. Of That's do, like a twice yeah. baked potato, but for sandwiches. Right.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, know.
2: Oh, I was just now thinking about the logistics of how you would actually do that. That, and it would destroy that waffle. Yeah, yeah. The waffle would have to be made and then be frozen, so that the only thing that happened to the waffle was the grill marks so that it didn't like de- like just completely deconstruct itself as you crushed it. Because it's a dough; it's not like the same kind of bread dough. It's like that that fall apart. I, I think it'll
1: survive. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Waffles so. Waffles are hardy they're good. I don't know,
2: man. <laughs>
3: I don't know, but Joe's also a food expert.
1: She is. Mm.
2: She is. Oh, that
3: was a question? Yes. Yeah. No, do, really do you no, want he's... to eat dinner ever again? I...
1: Do we do want... You want? Do, do you, that good you food? want a
2: grilled pesto and chicken mozzarella <laughs> sandwich me when I make them? Oh, okay. do, do you not they want? They are.
1: They are very good. <laughs> so yes, I do.
2: So uh, I. I don't think that was a question anymore. Is what I heard. It was right? not. You're right. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Good.
3: An emphatic period. Yes.
2: <laughs> How much cheese is in the sandwich? How much mozzarella is in there? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, what's,
1: a, what's is the ratio? Is there too much? Is there ever a point of being too much? Okay. So here's to the, the pesto. thing:
4: there is a thing is too much mozzarella. But I think like if you avoid melting it, it can be pretty thick, slightly uh, like uh, if yeah. you have it raw, like those raw slices, yeah. and it's yeah, still got right. like the oil it has been running <laughs> in. Um, but just a, yeah, but like just a nice little like layer. Okay. You know, if you're melting it, yes. yeah, it but doesn't
5: if, feel like a panini if the cheese doesn't like stretch.
4: It oh, does. Yeah. It kind of yeah. yeah. needs that grilled cheese,
5: Paul. It needs
3: that. Now you mentioned something that I like, and I feel like it's a it's a sauce that's really underrepresented or it doesn't get enough. And that's pesto sauce. Yeah, uh, it's a great sauce. It, it it's understated, I should say. No one has anything bad to say about it yet. I don't see it often enough <laughs> <laughs> on menus, when it comes to sandwiches, personally in my life, I don't know.
1: You know, I, I think it's good on very specific things because it is a very strong flavor. So it can overpower things, mm-hmm. but it goes amazing with mozzarella cheese. It yeah. does. It really does. It really doesn't. It's a little tomato. little tomato. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> not for me, but I, sure.
2: I, I do think it's not in a lot of things because getting the right ratio of olive oil oh. to leaves to pine nuts is actually kind of difficult. Is it? And it, it, getting it, getting an expensive olive oil. And I hate saying expensive, but that really Quality. makes a huge yes. difference. The quality of, of extra virgin olive oil that you're using to make that pesto sauce, it matters so much. Mm. I know that this plug won't make any sense for people outside of South Florida,
5: but down the street, there's a place called Yellow Green Market, oh, yeah. yeah. and they have like a custom olive oil guy. You can mm-hmm. go in there and be like, hey, hook me up. And they yeah, got all the olive oils.
3: Yeah, it's like a distillery of of olive mm-hmm. oil and just bats mm-hmm. and bats in like great flavors. You can get a jalapeno pressed, you can get it, I don't know. Mint. I got a mint olive oil once oh, that was like, great. ooh, yeah. it was so yeah. nice. It was refreshing. <laughs> I bought some for my mom for Christmas. It was fantastic. Hollywood, Florida, if you're in the area. Yellow great Mark. Let us know. <laughs> we'll meet you there. We'll get some don't,
5: lunch. Don't tell him that we sent uh, you because he won't know.
3: We're yeah, we
1: we haven't introduced ourselves properly. Yet. <laughs> yeah. We really should get on that. If you're like the
5: Taste of Dragon sent us. He'll be like cool.
1: <laughs> you, well, yeah. well, they have good taste, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that a food blog? Is that what that is? Oh, we should get
5: sponsored <laughs> Taste of Dragons sponsored by that olive oil guy. <laughs> <laughs> we know good taste. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, but you know, let's let's get into this. Let's 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 dig a little deeper into the person known as Eric, a.k.a. the Rhythm Bastard.
3: Yeah, man. So, like, it, it's hard to uh, to kind of uh, introduce you and talk to you as part of this podcast uh, without acknowledging where we all kind of met and got to know each other, and that's in our collective cosplay performing troupe, the 3000 Brigade. That's yep.
0: true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, yeah, the, back, like, a few years ago all of us would perform at your your anime conventions or, uh, you know, kind of bigger conventions that have kind of all types of different right. uh, nerdy fun stuff, you yeah, know, yeah. there. And uh, we would perform in my first, I think, memory of you. Well, I didn't I didn't mean to go this deep, but here we are. <laughs> um, wait, wait, were you playing someone from Resident Evil in, in one of those first um, shows that we did together?
4: Um, okay, so I think... I'm just going to try to, like, go back in my mind because the first yeah, show I yeah, was yeah. a part of, I actually voiced Zangief and was... Um and yeah, was yeah, the male yeah. we trainer. Then in the show afterwards I was uh Tenya Ida from uh, I wanna say I almost my Hero Academia, because I almost <laughs> said my Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously that guy. Guys, uh, what's no, no, the I, worst yeah. that I can say? <laughs> did I say cosplay
3: troop? No, we were all in a cover band For they my were. Chemical <laughs> Romance. <laughs> yeah, and we it, did like the like the gray parade. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, gray we, parade. we weren't so edgy. It was to do Nintendo black. gray. we no,
4: a to to oh. oh, yeah. yeah.
3: mob actually during yeah. the summer. Oh, uh, the mob parade. I
4: was a young boy. My father took me into the
1: city. It was my Chemical Brigade. That's what it was. Uh, Actually,
4: it's Pokéville Chemical Romance. Oh, that's right. It is. Yes.
1: (laughs) We went real nerdy with (laughs) this.
3: Yeah. But uh, it was great because we've been doing the show for a while. And so every once in a while, we get new cast members, and you were one of the new ones, and you had such a great energy about you. And I think one of the best things is that you and I started connecting on like really um, specific nerdy um, websites, like Giant Bomb and stuff. I'm like, you're the only other person I know who is like actively like into this site
4: <laughs> yeah no, I think the first time you pointed it out I was wearing a uh, turn on the fog machine shirt yes.
3: <laughs> which is such a deep cut
4: <laughs> yeah and it's so what that's a cut from is um, at every PAX for a couple years hey video game related that's our first video game reference oh, of the night was, all right, okay, we, we got there, there. Oh, yeah. it is a video game podcast right. <laughs> we got can <laughs> check it off the list alright <laughs> is that um, Aaron Treitz and Eric Pope formerly of Harmonix would put on a wrestling show where it's like they'd have different you know game journalists and gaming personalities and they'd have them on to play like the Royal Rumble mode of uh, WWF No Mercy and and there was like one thing where one of them had to be delayed because there was like a fire alarm went off in the back because there was a fog machine involved, and that's why <laughs> mm-hmm. like anybody, yeah, that's why like turn like a on catch the catchphrase exactly. for this
3: like reoccurring show at Just Packs. Didn't
5: the fire alarm go off?
3: And the fire alarm went yeah, off. Yeah, they because got a fog of it. Machine, they didn't clear yeah. the
5: hotel. The fire alarm went off. The hotel was very it's upset. A, it's <laughs> like a
3: big inside joke on a on a very like th- th- niche, a little uh, uh, niche uh, of a niche, niche of a niche. <laughs> yeah. um, but what was great is when we actually we actually got to the events where we were performing in this cosplay entertainment group. Uh-huh. Where, um. To my surprise, you were. On the not on the side, but in congruency with that, yep. performing as a musician, you yep. have your own. You're a one man band, the one stop shop known as Rhythm Bastard. And I remember like seeing you on the dock and being like, "Wait, he does that? T- what? Who? That, that's a guy that's in our show. We should go check that out." And just I, the idea that you take like like this cl- like little like classic uh, like convention hotel room. And then you just drop your amp, drop your your electric axe, and then just start nailing these these uh, these uh, like nerdcore heavy metal songs. I was like what is happening here? <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh Magic. my God. Magic it is was, happening. Yes. Yeah.
1: The, yeah you didn't energy. even know what you
3: stepped I, 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 into. I was right. pumped up just to hear yeah. metal music and this event. Sure. Right. And then I think by the time um, you were playing an Overwatch song and your shirt came off, I was <laughs> on my feet. Yes. yes. Yep.
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt always comes off. Yeah, the shirt. I, all, yeah. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Look at those guns. Uh, the shirt always comes uh, off. Guys, spoilers.
5: <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers for Rhythm Bastard concerts. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shirt will come off.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: it's like Freebird at a Leonard Skinnerd concert. Yeah. You gotta, you know.
5: Although in our defense, I think you're shirtless on the poster, so they know what they're coming
4: for. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Like, what is this shirt guy
1: doing here? <laughs> you're for the shirtless man. What's <laughs> going
3: on? So it was a really cool like revelation for me. But I wanted to know, like, how did those two worlds kind of start meshing for you? Like, you're performing not just music, but also on stage and at these conventions. How did you kind of get to that frame of mind or that opportunity?
4: So I started to get into guitar when I first played Guitar Hero at this convention back when I You lived. and me both, we're yeah. musicians. Yeah, so, here, so this is the thing. I was like one of the OGs of Guitar Hero before it you went and to me. the Xbox 360, exactly. We are totally musicians together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm a musician. <laughs> so here's the thing. I was playing it at the Digital Life convention, loved the game, yeah. hooked on it. And then like by the time the second one came out, my dad's like, well, why don't you just try playing it for real? And you know, I got one of those starter kits Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait. You have to like continue to play guitar like outside of Guitar Hero to like become a mute to like actually be a.
4: Yeah, Troy. You're still a musician, Troy. Yeah, you're still a musician. Cool, 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 cool. 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 Just don't give me a real guitar.
3: Hey, Troy,
5: you got that? You got that sick ukulele.
3: Thank you very much. I do have a sick ukulele. The same
5: number of strings as guitar. Hua has buttons, so that makes a lot of sense.
3: (laughs) It all makes sense now.
4: (laughs) So I think that the next thing that kind of kicked me off on my music career is that I got really into the game Team Fortress Two.
3: Nice. And
4: I liked how each of the different classes played differently from each other. Mm -hmm. And the first big, like, musical project I went on was to make a rock, like, a concept album influenced by, like, each one of the classes would have their own song. Nice. But the first album I put out, actually, was Dino Hunter MD, the soundtrack. So when I went to Stony Brook University, I had a bunch of friends who worked for the same paper, and they had this web show called... Dino Hunter MD, which is about a rogue anesthesiologist that fights dinosaurs. And it's yeah. like, listen, yeah. if we need to, if we're gonna sell DVDs of this, we can't use licensed music. So mm-hmm. they turned to me and they created XPs. I created like a bunch of songs for them. And I put all that on an album. Uh yeah, Dino Hunter, MD. The soundtrack you can still get it on my Bandcamp. <laughs> nice. Got, got, got to work the hustle. Got to oh, you work got the it. hustle. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, that's what we're here for. <laughs> and then with uh, the Team Fortress Two album, as I started to learn more and I, you know, kind of expanded my musical palette, uh-huh. it, it it just became like this rock opera that started off as an influence and it's, it's still there. But also, it's like, well, wait a second. There's this whole other story behind it, and it's like, okay, I'm like all this little background lore and stuff. So. Uh, that's uh, awesome. So I do have to ask you a question.
1: Did The Spy have a song on that album?
4: Yes. It is called uh, Paper Masks.
1: Is it just all the other genres mashed into it? No. No.
4: What it was, it's... I think with The Spy song, I was a little more influenced by the Talking Heads. And... Ah. um and like kind of, you know, like this very acoustic singer-songwriter one because, again, you take the paper mask off, you have to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
3: could, could you explain like what your, I guess, inspirations for your genre, how you would explain the music that you do, what type of music it is? So the
4: brand, I, I you know, the thing I've kind of branded myself is hardcore, nerdcore, punk rock. So mm-hmm. it's... It's it's punk rock. I mean, you know, punk rock is kind of like my ground zero. Nice. Uh, you know, nerdcore is there is a greater musical movement of, you know, artists who dub themselves nerdcore who kind of touch on nerdy topics when they rap. Mega Ran, MC Lars, mm-hmm. MC Fun a Lot, et cetera, etc., etc. And the hardcore is just you know just I, again because hardcore nerdcore like that, but also because uh, when I write a song that touches on a nerdy topic, I just don't go for references. I kind of, you know, work backwards and kind of say, okay, what's a greater theme I can work on here? Cool. So for the spy one, it was, you know, a song about being dishonest in a relationship, oh, just to give an hey. example. So, you know, for the the scout song it was all about like rebellion and youthful energy. And when I do a song based off a set for Magic the Gathering, I try to get a feel for what that set is like and to tie it to a musical genre. So you're
3: digging real deep to like really find these things and it, it, it comes through with the passion as you're, you're up there on stage. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. To give you an example, the most recent song I did... Uh, Was called Shutdown. And I did that based off of the Magic the Gathering set Neon Dynasty, which if you don't know Magic the Gathering, the baseline is, is that you are a planeswalker. You are basically like a wizard that can jump between different planes Mm -hmm. of reality. And, you know, that that's how kind of magic likes to change its setting every couple sets. So, you know, there'd be one that would take place on a world that's filled with pirates and is inspired by uh, Mesoamerican culture, and then there's one that's just one big city like Coruscant from Star Wars, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. Uh, the the set I did off of was Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Kamigawa is a plane that's very influenced by Japan. So whereas you know the original Kamigawa set was you know a lot of had a lot of ninjas and a lot of samurai and stuff like that. For this one, it was a lot of more cyberpunk influence. So oh. for that, I took that and I obviously included a lot of synth elements. I mentioned Genny earlier. I threw a lot of that in when I was, you know, working on the soundtrack. I also added a little bit of Kodo strings, hey, found one of those. Oh. But also I did it through the theme of, it's called Shutdown because it's through the theme of like the end of the, you know, the end of this world, the, the natural coming to take back the the city because everything is built over it and again there's this whole lore I'm not going to go into right now but usually <laughs> when I write about a nerdy topic I write I look for that angle to do it so gotcha. that even if my parents listen to it they're not going to be completely lost by the whole like well that's a blank you know yeah. <laughs> well who is Jace I don't know who that is <laughs> he is a very sad boy that can read minds <laughs> yes
5: <laughs> anyone who can read minds is going to be a very sad boy oh,
1: oh my god I do not want that power <laughs> that is not a power for me. <laughs>
4: with Chase, it's like, oh my god, this tweeb with the Coke again.
1: <laughs> uh. Wait, can you read my mind? Oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah,
3: that's so awesome, man. Yeah. So, so what would you say as as we reflect upon a few years ago when we were right. developing the theme song for this? What was what was the deep theme that, that we were <laughs> we were reaching for within the Taste of Dragons podcast? Loss, love. Sandwiches.
4: <laughs> well, you actually caught me at a good time when I was working on that because I was also working on a uh, a video game called Retromania Wrestling. Okay, I uh, and like that felt so it was a wrestling game, you know, inspired by like the uh, WWF Wrestle fest mm-hmm. That was kind of like the big anchor point for that. Yeah, and, you know, I wrote all this music for it. I was paid for it. But I emailed the guy a month before the game was supposed to come out. I'm like, hey, you know, like now that it's integrated, you need me to like fix the mixes or anything. Oh, we got somebody else.
3: Yeah, I'm Uh, sorry, man.
4: And that's where the song Future Endeavor comes from. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know. Featured on Bandcamp. Exactly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, So with the the theme song we were going for, it was, I don't know, there must have been like something else you used as a placeholder or something like, and I was trying to reference that like little trill at the beginning. And I I remember
3: because, yeah, we used to have the, yeah, Joe used to put it a little. It's it's an
2: 8-bit version of Zen 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 from your name. So I
3: can't, I'm trying to remember it right now. It was just like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is a turkey
1: (laughs) You nailed it man That was it (laughs) We had
5: a lot of turkey references in the podcast before
1: But yeah it was it, It was off of that It was just a little portion of a much bigger song um, it was like five so, seconds or yeah. something. Oh yeah, it oh, yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was yeah. like it was. five
2: or seven seconds of this eight-bit version that someone had created from another yeah. theme song, and then you guys took it and like. So uh,
3: obviously, when we uh, obviously, but we were like, hey, for our next season, we want to amp it up, and we know right. that that Eric Rhythm Bastard is a oh, yeah. you know musician and can, is really good with like nerdy type music, and mm-hmm. we're like, well, that's a perfect fit. Let's let's go hang out and find a time, and me and you spent like a Saturday. Yeah, there's it was, it was a whole Saturday just being like, all right, let's make this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. And it?
4: then we had Denny's, and then. We <laughs> We had Denny's.
3: Yes, we did. And I, I learned about your favorite snack food, which were kale chips.
4: Uh, at the time at least <laughs> Yes I think so
3: You're so confident yeah. With that Troy uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure That was it Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: But anyway With the <laughs> so, yeah. Listen We already had Plenty of food chat Let's do something We're more confident In talking about yeah. um, Are
2: we ever More confident About talking about Anything but food <laughs> yeah.
4: It's yeah.
3: the taste part Of the dragon Yeah sure. Sorry I remember mixing it Also with the Because uh, we used to do The dragon of the week song Where I would sing Dragon of, of the, the week Yeah, yeah. Up and so we were kind of using that too to find some melodies, right? And And then you had that good idea to like to like mix that together, yeah. So
4: I think it was, we might have, and it might be on the the thing I gave you. The there was like a dragon of the week song, but it might have been like, okay, we use that, like. like that beat into mm-hmm. the, the main theme uh-huh. and it would, you know, like, Oh, okay. Let's get, you know, the, the, this like little drum beat down and then we got, okay, let's have this like cool little bass line, And then where things really kicked off was when I took the, um, the you know genesis like synth and it was mm-hmm. like okay let's let's give this thing a melody mm-hmm. and then you know we, we worked on it like we got something that sounded good and mm-hmm. my favorite part of the song is like the little splash at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know what specific song that was like specific thing that was but like uh-huh. that little splash just mwah, <laughs> <seals together. laughs> And then I like find out by the time that the, the episode goes to air, you guys added lyrics to it. And <laughs> it was like, this is how it was meant we, to be. We've yeah. never
5: talked to you about this. So uh, no, live yeah. on the podcast, what do you think of our uh, lyri- lyric abilities our lyricist abilities?
4: Good lyrics? It's just a hair off. It is. It is. It really is. (laughs) The musician brain in you is like... No,
3: no, he's
2: right. It's bothered me forever. I've just never went back and fixed it because I couldn't find the files. (laughs) That's literally all it is. I can't find where where we... I can't find the files for... Because I removed them from the episode entirely and then was working on them and then I just couldn't find them. I have the original bass files that you guys created. We'll
3: just have I don't to have re-record the it again. One day. Files. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know?
5: I mean,
2: we, we we had some people come into town to help. Yeah, us sing, yeah we had some so professional yeah. singers flying yeah, we into did. New Jersey. to <laughs> so help us with those with that. I will say, there's one fun thing that I I wish we could have found a way to use, but I don't I don't even know if I got it into one episode. Was I loved? You guys made a ditty that was just for the news. Oh my yeah. god, we, one it we was did one it episode. I think we did one. It might have been one yes. episode. It might have been the very first yeah. episode of like season three. Might have it. No, 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 no,
3: and if my memory is correct, <laughs> so that was a riff, riff from Fire in the Hole?
4: Yes, it is. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, another thing I did for Le- going back to League of Heels is that my friend Owen helped do like run-up show for them. And... He was like, listen, if you want to do, mu- like, if I do music, can you put it in the show? And I was like, yeah. And unfortunately, the Paximania, where it was supposed to be in, uh, the sound didn't work. Aww. So if you remember that one, there's just a bit where they're prattling about how, hey, this guy, Rhythm Bastard, wrote a really good song for us. <laughs> oh, wow. We can't play it for you, unfortunately. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But it is on my album, Hardcore Nerdcore Punk Rock. Yeah. So Hardcore Nerdcore Punk Rock is like part road mix, part like me re-recording stuff. And it's like, hey, if you like fandom things, just take this. Because, uh, fire
3: in the Hole is a, is a song based on uh, the character in Overwatch and his ultimate ability where he screams fire in the hole as yeah. he destroys the other team. Yeah. Uh, and it's also like, for me, that's, that's the point of the concert where I lose my mind. It's like, true. i the whole time. It's like for me, it's my free bird for you. Right. Okay. <laughs> like,
4: fire in the hole Let's go, fire, play the song. I play that song I love it. last only because I have to detune my guitar. <laughs> I really? never
2: realized that's why. <laughs> yeah,
4: because yeah, cause like all my so- I play all my songs in E standard, and it's in drop D tuning. Mm. And yeah. I got the inspiration for that riff because I also learned how to cover the theme to One Punch Man.
3: Well nice. done,
0: <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> amazing. So
3: yeah, loving to hear all the inspirations and how they all tie it in. And it was cool seeing you operate uh, in your element at your computer and see those inspirations kind of come to you. And also, like we would talk, we would stop, we would talk about. Uh, you know, uh, the music or talk about anime or talk about video games and then like go back into it. And it was fun seeing all those ideas come and it was yeah. awesome working with you to, 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 to get this thing uh, uh how it is, but we will, we'll, we'll, get the timing. We will get the timing. Right we will, now. we we're will. We're going to work on it. <laughs> and I will
1: say the, the theme song was so good that I didn't even hear it before they had lyrics for it because oh, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. on the way over to our house to, to, you know, to, to no. to um, to show all of it off to yeah us. no
3: joke I we I finished um, uh, we finished having Denny's right I'm pretty sure it was kill chips and then I got, <laughs> got in the car and then I listened to it all the way home and then uh, and then I I, I showed Manda and then we were like all right cool like we were listening to it we we're like jamming with it we were like okay and then I don't know what happened but we just Started
1: singing. We just, it just it happened. Just, yeah, and it, it happened helped. quick.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. like, and then they come into our house. You know, we so they We like, like drove us. over to their house, to, singing we, for it on repeat. Thirty
5: minutes, we sang this song on repeat so that was, we could sing it at them at I their house. I was working <laughs> out
1: harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> so they come into our house and like, all right, so we already have lyrics for, it. and it was like, <laughs> it, was like <laughs> it was like taco. Right? I don't know what was going on. You guys have people at your house. It It might have
3: been Taco Tuesday. So we were
5: like, we have to step outside. Yeah, and then we took
3: him outside, and we just like unleashed this song on you like playing it off the phone and then singing over it uh it was a good
1: time yeah,
4: that <laughs> was, was a fun day
1: yeah, yeah yeah that was it was amazing yeah, and then they they you know we heard all the rest of the music and we're like this is great but man that theme song yeah. that, that theme that's song. Catchy. That's, that's, that's it catchy. that's it. it and it has
3: gotten comments when we've talked to other podcasters um who either have had us on their show and they're like yeah, I, I, I was mowing my lawn and I started humming that song.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. You, you <laughs> did good. You did good. I, I think the like the other big compliment I've got from like music I hammer it out is I was part. How many of you uh, do either of you watch the YouTuber Quentin reviews? No, I I do not.
2: Yes,
1: Joe okay. does.
4: I was about to say, yeah, yeah. So uh, Quinter Reviews is you know a YouTuber who has recently been going through a mini series of or maxi series, given the length of it, where he's <laughs> going through all of the shows in the Nickelodeon sitcom universe from like iCarly onward. So uh, he did uh, like twelve hours of iCarly content, and then he yep. did another twelve of the show Victorious. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, the most recent one he put out was for the. I guess, sequel show, the combination show, Sam and Cat. However, before that, there was a show that was supposed to be like a spinoff starring the character Gibby from iCarly. I don't know any of... I only know of these shows through him because (laughs) I was born in 1988. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like he just asked on Twitter, hey, I need somebody to make like a fake theme song for this show. And he, yeah, and he picked me. I got... Nice. I got paid for it. Nice. And, um, <laughs> and it was, and it, like, he started making up lyrics to it. Like you listen all the way to the end through the credits. Like he just makes up his own song, like uh-huh. lyrics to it. Nice. And it was like, I got it. There it is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> mus- day at a time, being a man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: your music just just, just r- writes itself. Exactly. It, brings it, it, out. Out. It, it brings it out. It brings it out. out of us. Um, so thank you so much for going so deep on uh, your music and your inspirations and also your method and how you, you, you create. Um, so there, one, there's so many different facets of your of your life, and I wish I could go down the scientist route right now <laughs> So like learn all about that. Yeah. But I would actually, um, with our time, like to talk about your podcasting. You're a podcaster. You've been yes. past podcasting for a long time. And we're on a podcast. We are. So, like, we should talk about your podcasts. <laughs> or your podcasts, I should are say. We, are we on a podcast? Um, oh, my Whoa. gosh. Oh. <laughs> it's,
4: yeah. it's so dark here. Get light. <laughs> what is this void? So I actually am part of uh, – two pod I think one is kind of on a break right now I'd rather not it was it's a comedy podcast where bad decisions and how we make them basically we just like start with the would you rather question and then oh. debate it for you know like so 20 so it's me minutes. in college great bad decisions <laughs> and how we make them awesome exactly exactly and the most recent one it or the one that updates more regularly is uh, RPG Pals Club
3: yeah yeah Amanda and I we are, we're, we're current D&D players as well and, and Brian and Joe you guys have been D&D enthusiasts we are for many many Very years and cheerleaders, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and storyboards. <laughs>
5: <laughs> they're like, like, if, like if we're D and D actors, yeah. they're D and D audience. Yeah. 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 Oh,
0: yeah.
3: yeah, oh my god, yes,
5: <laughs> the rare skill of listening to D and D stories and following along. <laughs>
3: but <laughs> they're D and D marks. You have a D and D centric podcast, and is it you guys playing or is it you guys talking about D and D? Yeah, we're, what, what it's it? an
4: actual play podcast. Okay. So, like for the first, you know, for the vast majority of the episodes, we are playing through the Dragon Heist campaign mm-hmm. fr- and this in is, Waterdeep. Uh, uh 5e 5th yes, edition? Yes, 5e Dungeons and Dragons drag. okay. in which I play Oi, a punk drow monk. All right, yeah, punk and, drow monk. Yes. And uh, then like for the rest of the time since that wrapped up and one of our, you know, cast members had a baby. So, you know, well, they... How dare they? Yeah, Man. I know. I know. Ugh, life... There's a podcast to be made here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> life advances. D&D to be played. So yeah. The rest of Us is just, you know, taking a tour through other D&D games that might not be that well Known. So, for oh, example, really? uh, one of our players, Sahony, uh, he made a game called The Exceptionals, which is inspired by the X-Men. And, you nice. know, he did one. Of, yes, you can get it at BrambleWolfGames.itch.io. Nice. And, yeah, we played through it. It's pretty good. And it's doing very well. enough that he, like, did an expansion book for it. So, <laughs> awesome. we played it. That was fun. Uh, we also like to play a couple smaller, you know, um one page uh, Games Where it's like All the rules just fit on A single 8 by 11 Piece of paper And the most recent one We've been doing Is called Sexy Battle Wizards Which is just yeah. One that's a rip off Of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> nice. So like You roll for Your celestial weapon And yeah. you roll for like Why you're so sexy and, <laughs> and There's only three stats You need to worry about Your sexy stat Your battle stat And your wizard stat That's okay. all you need Yeah And it's one of those things Where like The reason why I have Such a good DM Is because you get to tap into that feeling of telling this story together and everybody gets their little, you know, piece into it. And the DM, all he does is just offer direction. Yeah. How have
3: you found um, translating like tabletop gaming into like this audio kind of format and like a show format? Do you find that it's more or less exactly how it is at the table? You just turn the mics on, or you guys do editing to try and make it more of a show? Or like, how does it? There are a
4: couple podcasts that really lean into it. Like, I I haven't started the second season of it, but Dungeons and Daddies. Oh, oh yeah. they're
2: great! Yeah, they're just, yeah they oh, really
4: go all out with that kind cool. of stuff. But uh-huh. I, but you know, mostly it's just like okay, let me clean up the audio. Let's just you know record it. Mm-hmm. And of course, I did the theme song to that too. Of That's course, awesome. hey, what? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, so we just turn it on, and you know, it translates well. But then awesome. I'm. Uh, it's kind of a side project I'm doing is uh streamer fox and a fedora he is doing a series like an adventure serial podcast based off his character so oh. i'm also helping editing with that so it's like he'd send me all the things and i gotta level it out so it's yeah. also like you know all the all these other little things that i'm starting to learn how you can expand the audioscape in different ways because i'm so mm-hmm.
3: curious when when i think about it like a dnd session like those are at least three hours long usually when you just play at the table, if not like hours and hours longer. Do you guys just record and then like like a full session and just chop it up into different... You episodes sh- or you just get together for like an hour and that's it
4: yeah usually it's that we'll get together for like two hours and like okay here's the hour here's the stopping point for the episode okay you know like take a 10 minute a break yeah use the bathroom use the bathroom get something yeah. to eat whatever and then just re-record another hour cool, cool, cool. oh nice
3: I'm, I'm very early on in the rpg pals so i, I have i still my adventure is still going I've, i'm about maybe maybe 10 episodes in okay five, 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 five to ten episodes in So I'm still getting the characters and learning how they work and and stuff. So, but, but check that out. Maybe y'all get a chance. Yeah. Go on yeah. The journey.
1: And He's it, it,
4: very popular right and now. And at the very least, listen to his song. Yeah. It's, it's the theme song. Bandcamp, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might just, you know, every ever since uh, Bandcamp Friday came back, I'm thinking like, maybe I need to do another drop and like, I'll release a mini album of all the podcast <laughs> themes. <laughs> you, you could, man. That, that'd be amazing. Like all the mini, because I remember for like my Patreon one month, I decided to just take random songwriting challenges for composing. Uh And you know, like there'd be like, okay, here I'm gonna take an hour and I'm gonna get as far as I can to see like, okay, here's like me trying to do a synthwave song. Mm. Here's me trying to do a song that would be in a sad car commercial. Here's (laughs) a song, you know, here's something that would be like at an action sci-fi game. Because again, it's like one of those things you start to pick up on all the certain elements when you're doing research. It's like, okay, I want to make this. So when I was writing Shutdown, I was like, okay, let me listen to a bunch of Synthwave and the Proto Man and you know, like chill wave and all that kind of stuff and you you know where the 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 similarities lie and where the tropes are yeah and it's like okay let me just pick that back up again so yeah that's
1: awesome uh you know let's let's get into a little bit more but let's actually get into a little bit of video games as well um
3: Uh, if we must if we
1: have to um so there is i only want to touch on two little news items but that is they're both just trailers so you know the the first one is is going to be Silent Hill. Uh, they released a bunch of Silent Hill stuff, and uh, Eric, you are huge into Silent Hill, as far as I know.
4: Uh, I mean, Resident Evil is the series. Resident
1: I'm... Evil, but Silent Hill's close, man. That's yeah, like Hill that's Hill. The right. Next, that's one town over, right? Yeah, How I, dare I, you? I know. How listen, dare you muddy listen, these I, I waters? I'm joining Silent Hill. Because... <laughs> I'm sorry, kale chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty wow. sure you said kale chips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I was very impressed. <laughs>
4: I really like kale chips, babe. Yeah, the guy... (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yes. So, so I do have uh, just a quick rundown. uh, Because there's also... Uh, on the day we recorded this, the silent hit... I'm sorry, the Resident Evil. <laughs> See, it happens to everyone, man. It happens to everyone. <laughs> the, the Resident Evil, for lack of a better word, direct. And yeah. And that was just... I mean, that was more stuff we already know, so... Exactly, you know, the, yeah. Like, hey, the the um, the the Ethan Winters expansion pack is coming out, uh, you know, for Resident Evil Village. There's going to be a VR mode, for VR version of that. And, and they're they
3: remaking show- 4, right?
4: Yeah, th- but they showed off a little bit more gameplay of that, and... How... How does Leon Kennedy's hair look? Does it have look, a good flop? You know, I, they didn't show off much flop, but oh, it showed off really good. You see the thing sorry. I was more impressed with was the, with the <laughs> texture. The
1: texture. Yes, the texture. All right, sure, all right. Sure. That's what yeah. we need. The flop would be good, but the texture is good as well. Yes, the we color. got good texture. Yeah, I yeah. Col-
4: yeah, nailed it. Yeah. So uh, so I guess like the more, the more newer stuff we have is for Silent Hill. Uh, first up is the Silent Hill 2 remake developed by Bloober Team. You know, it's fine. You know, we're a problem with that. Who's who's blooper team? (laughs) I I mean, the blooper team are the people that did observer. They did layers of fear and they did the medium. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think I recognize the
3: medium. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The medium. They got kind of tepid, uh, reviews and, and mm-hmm. yeah so responses. it's like
4: oh we're totally huge fans of silent hill but you know like our, our espe- pedigree yeah
3: maybe not maybe yeah. not the, the the best pedigree
4: yeah especially void another giant bomb personality is like a huge silent <laughs> hill fan and and like she is part of giant bomb now yeah. and she was and like you just saw her watch the you know whole stream and the watch along uh-huh. thing and you know as you got to see in my restless dreams i see and you know you see her tearing up and then yeah. Like, oh, she's, like, starting to cry. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm back they're there again. They're doing it. And then the, like, fog dissipates and says, developed by Bluebird Team. And she's like, oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> But it does look really good. It and does, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, it you know, at this point, there's not a lot of gameplay footage to show. So it seems like they're kind of. Well, yeah, it's like, all behind say. the fog.
1: It's in the fog, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. That, that trailer
4: is.
3: showed a lot of, oh, what's the main character's name? Ethan? James Sunday. James. Yeah. It uh, showed a lot of James. And at first. I thought it was Leon Kennedy, but, like, older, but, like, mid-40s. You're not wrong. Yeah. They they kept showing him. I was like, look at that flop. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that hair flop. you know what? It was a good hair flop. It was. (laughs) I I got a little confused for a second.
4: (laughs) Yeah. So, it looks good, but um, I I think they're kind of going for you know, how Resident Evil 2 and 3's remakes have Agreed. the over-the-shoulder yes. look. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's not a bad decision. It's not. Nice. It's since, trendy right now. It, it is. Especially since, uh, like, in the original Silent Hill 2, uh, there you know, the camera was not quite the, uh, you know, like tank controls, static camera. You had a little bit more control over it. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be that much of a stretch. No, no. Yeah. And you know what?
1: The team that's doing this, uh, maybe I've not put out the greatest games. However, this is already an established game. So their games did look pretty though. And all their games from so, what I've seen
3: have been getting better and better. Correct. As they yeah. have gone. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know what I saw I saw the Pyramid Head Monster in this. I'm like, that's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. Make <laughs> the Pyramid Head Monster. You're good. Your game's fine. <laughs> you're
4: fine. Yeah, yeah, you're good.
1: You're good. <laughs>
4: Uh, and then did they show anything else off? Yes, the, uh, uh, they showed off Silent Hill: Townfall, which is, is that a uh, battle royale? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> mm. it sounds like it.
1: Mm. Mm. There can be only one Pyramid Head. Yeah. <laughs> hundred Pyramid Heads yeah. pyramid shambling head around.
5: Fortnite no, there's baby, a, there's one hundred hills, and the the quietest mm. hill
4: wins. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 all, be, no, you play as Pyramid Head, and you have to like kill. Everyone else off the hill oh, to make it silent. That's it's what it is, nice. It's that kids' like, game, like King heads up, seven up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but with hills. <With laughs> yeah, with, with hills. and murdery pyramid heads. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick
3: out which pyramid head killed you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Who was silent enough? Yeah. Oh. I heard you shambling. <laughs> Uh, so, the, the next game they showed off was Silent Hill Townfall. It was developed by uh, No Code and it's published by Annapurna Interactive. Oh, that that's one good. I'm the most excited about because, I mean, I'm a sucker for like all of Annapurna stuff. I was about to say, so. it's Annapurna, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> Annapurna, baby. Well, so, what kind of game is it? The thing, they didn't really show a lot of it. There was I mean, the trailer was focusing on this, like, you know, uh, static TV that you'd take out while you're going camping or something, and footage of a beach. So I'm not really sure how all of that ties in just there
3: Vacation.:
4: <laughs> That's true. It's a seaside vacation spot. I mean, I'm curious, but we don't know a whole lot of it.' a yeah. colada.
3: Of death.
4: Yeah. Uh, Christopher Gans is coming back to direct a new movie, Return to Silent Hill. Remind Ooh. me who Christopher Gans is. Uh, Christopher Gans was the director of the first Silent Hill movie. Okay, cool. I, I didn't see it, But yeah, so basically it's a movie based off Silent I Hill. I met too. that
3: actor, the one who's really tall and kind of like gangly. I yeah. met him at a horror con. He was very nice. I was, I took a, a first date there. I was like 19. He was...
5: <laughs> He was really nice, but you still called him gangly. <laughs>
3: That's not a bad thing. It's his role. He, he gets hired for his gangliness.
1: <laughs> not everybody's ashamed of their gangliness, Manda. Yeah. Yeah. It,
5: there are other adjectives.
1: But but he he like went out of his way.
3: <laughs> he went out of his way to be like to say like how good like we were together after like a short conversation like oh you two are great I was like are you like hyping me up man? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I getting hyped up by the Silent Hill like guy on this like first date <laughs> wow
4: <laughs> it was great oh, first date in Silent Hill That's oh. you know it worked yeah. out so well obviously yeah, it out <laughs> great for James and Mary it there, there wasn't,
3: there wasn't a second, the second date <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't work out sorry man
1: <laughs> I think you're welcome Manda <laughs> yeah what <laughs> it was not Manda just everyone yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. There's,
5: there's no uh, there was no fast in which Troy was like do you want to go to a horror con and past Manda was like yes please <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and then uh, was there anything else? Or was uh, yeah, that th- it? I mean,
4: again, the new movie, there wasn't, again, yeah, it's there's just, not like, much. they do have storyboards and concept yeah. pictures that look good. But again, like th- this and,
1: seemed to be much more of just announcements, much yeah. more than
4: it was a much more telling than showing. Yeah, So <laughs> it was think, with this West. So they announced some merch in the middle of it. Of uh, course. The only one I've copied here is that there is the dog ending coin bank. That's what you need. That's all you need to know. That's like, all you need. To coin know. bank. Uh, then there was Silent Hill. Explain that
3: Asc- it, it to me after the podcast. We will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> all right, thank you.
4: Uh, there was another game called Silent Hill Ascension, which again, these are all going off of. Yes. Because, you know, again, the Silent Hill 2 remake is a known quantity. The new movie, we know what Silent Hill 2 is. But uh, Silent Hill Ascension, it's done by behavior. The people who did uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah. Also, J.J. Abrams is in on it. His Bad Robot Company is in on it. And it looks to be some kind of like multiplayer Twitch thing. Because as part of the trailer, there was this... You know, fake chat window going what? out. So. so yeah, yeah, checks. So yeah. you're
5: saying that the people who did the the last Ubisoft conference uh, uh, talked to the Silent Hill people, and they were like, "Hey, we're all going to do vague trailers this year, right?" Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good, 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 good. <laughs>
3: Like, how much atmosphere can we fit in three seconds? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let, let's find out. They have um, a
4: new monster that's not Pyramid Head.
3: Oh. in in oh, in, in, in one of these. It has
4: games? The, yeah, ascension. So, Ascension, it has the same flavor as Pyramid Head because it's a very large man with a pointy weapon, but it's not Pyramid Head. Uh Are you
5: sure Pyramid Head didn't just take his hat off?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll get back to that. (laughs) It's actually a cuboid man.
3: <laughs> uh that makes a lot of sense with the streamers because Dead by Daily it is a huge Twitch game. Yes. People are streaming that all the time. So to find a way to like integrate that is like yeah, that, that that's a that's a good natural uh next step, I think. I yeah, If they do it well.
1: Yeah. Well and, yeah, and that that's always the case. <laughs> it's been
3: hit and miss when they've tried Twitch integration chat stuff. Yes. In the past Yeah Yeah. because
1: you know At the end of the day It's still Twitch chat It's still (laughs) Right It's still It's crapshoot It's crapshoot
5: Uh, And you're also um, tying your game To like a second technology Exactly
4: Yeah yeah. Right Uh, Then there was Silent Hill F Which uh, the trailer for it Gave me a lot of siren vibes Because it looks to take place In like 1960s rural Japan There's a lot of You know like Oh that's right That's right I did see this one That looked amazing Yeah so you know You see this like There's a lot of like Plants and a lot of red vines and you know there's just young oh, like girl like candy that, yummy oh
3: uh, yeah it's it no,
4: more like the red vines from a deadly premonition if oh, you played that game that is not yummy no <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's yummy That's looking yeah. uh, right. i was
1: still, but yeah that takes place yeah in 1960s japan is when it takes place i'm down yeah
0: that sounds great ah. down
4: <laughs> yeah so it's definitely going to be like not exactly in silent you know silent yeah, hill's yeah, yeah. a state of mind man but uh <laughs> yeah that one's also exciting so there's like so you know i came out we of this some pre- news yeah this print some pretty optimistic silent hill, hill news silent yeah. hill's
1: back baby it is it is and in further optimistic news uh final fantasy 16 had their had a trailer uh that released i believe today the day that we're recording this and uh, it's a four and a half minute trailer wow but it looked like it was basically just like it was like them introducing the houses from, uh, from Game of Thrones. It was just, this, this clan is like this. This clan is like this. <laughs> and, it's like, and, it's, and it's all like just focusing on a bunch of thrones, a bunch of kingdoms, Ooh. a yeah. bunch of that type of stuff. Um, right, and it was really interesting. The interesting hook about this, though, is that the, um, the summons or the eidolons are all infused into people. Interesting. So, like, a, a person will actually have Titan inside of them, and they will... Will they look kind of Titan, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they will actually grow. They will get, like, you know, they'll get the Titan, like, rock That's formations fun. on them and everything. Um, and, But the real twist of that is, though, is that the Eidolons are kind of like the enemies because they are just using up these people and then going Ooh. to the next person. Oh, so how like fun. So like burning
5: that, that uh, vessel out. And exactly. That's exactly what
1: it is. So it's, it seems very, very interesting, but extremely Game of Thronesy, which I am fine for because yeah. that's a new flavor in Final Fantasy. I don't think we've really had. Is it.
5: there a convertible?
1: Ooh. Mm. Facts. I I didn't see one, but I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no, (laughs) Uh, but it looks gorgeous. And the reason why I say that uh, it's promising is because it has a release date of summer 2023.
5: Interesting. So
1: I do believe them because this is Yoshi (laughs) P., this is, you know, the guy that Yoshi did Final P. Fantasy XIV. Don't play.
4: Are you talking about the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV that has a free trial that you can play up to level sixty, including the the expansion Stormblood? Absolutely. That Yoshi P person, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: who has been a, who has twice over dragon yeah, of the week, double dragon. Uh, and so, yes, I have all the faith in him. Even if it takes a little bit longer, I'm fine with that because I was expecting like an additional like two years at least. But mm. they're like summer next year. Oh, oh, I'm yes. I play
5: <laughs> I play Final Fantasy the same way I play Pokemon, which is like every third. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but this one this one sounds interesting. It I'm, does. I might be down for this. Yeah, one. watch the trailer.
1: It looks yeah. really good. Sweet. sweet, really, really good. Sweet, sweet. Um, but yeah, I think that will do it for the news and the trailers.
3: Uh, and we're gonna launch into our dragon of the week. Do we have a do have a poem by any chance, Amanda? I do. Okay, we got oh, a poem. Oh
5: man! Oh, I'm very excited you, that you get to be the first one to. You might remember
3: this. our season one, our season two, and three listeners. Uh, we used to have a little intro song for dragon of the week. Uh, we decided to shake things up for season four. We're trying poetry. So I'm <laughs> not, abstract poetry. Yes, I'm not
5: a poem. Um, I'm not a poem.
3: babe i disagree
5: Um, i'm not a poem writer so what we did instead of writing a poem is uh you know that the it's really big right now that ais are making art yeah Yeah. well it turns out ais are also making poetry so enjoy this ai generated dragon of the week poem perhaps eric maybe these will be lyrics for your next song uh dragon of the week dragons in games and news Living with valor and vibes, breathing fire and taking flight. Dragons with wings and claws—dragons that are called dragons. Snaps. Thank you. That's Thank all you. around. Thank you.
3: Snaps. Snaps. I apologize. Uh, <coughs> I was trying to put in a sick a uh, uh, base at the uh, there. I didn't. I didn't prep you on that. That's my bad. That's my yeah.
4: bad. Yeah, maybe like I don't, you know like.
3: T- t- <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why
4: you're the professional.
1: Yeah, so that's, why, that's why we have you, yeah. because we needed you to make music for this. We didn't want to tell you this beforehand. Uh,
0: Joe, can you do that in post?
3: <laughs> so Dragon of the Week is our segment to shine a little light, show a little love to industry professionals in the video game industry itself, whether it's behind the scenes, writers, directors, actors. We'd like to find out who are making the games that we talk about and play all, all year long. That's right. This week, we have the honor Of Eric, Rhythm Bastard, um, providing a Dragon of the Week for us. Who are you bringing to the
4: table? So, uh, God, I I wanted to keep it a. a I wanted to give a secret, I didn't want to tell you, because then you would have like, because any, any little hint you would have given when you'd given it all secret away. Secret sure. Brian. sure. So yeah. That's
1: why I didn't say it at the beginning, because I also didn't know. Right. <laughs> so
4: my Dragon of the Week, now I'm, you know, obviously the music guy, so I kind of felt pressured to bring on a composer. Sure, and, that's like, right. Like, there were a couple ideas I was going to kick around in my head. All right. Mm-hmm. But when I looked this guy up, and his entire oeuvre of work, Ooh. I was like, I have to cover him. And I am talking... So my dragon of the week <laughs> is Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh. So Mark Mothersbaugh is known as most prominently known as the frontman for Devo. Oh. So uh, let, me just, you know, let me just get into my little spiel here. So Mark Mothersbaugh was born in Akron, Ohio, on May fifth, nineteen fifty. Uh, then this thing called um, the Vietnam War happened. It so did? Yeah. he attended Heard Kent State University <laughs> with future fellow bandmates uh, George Casale and Bob Lewis, who came up with the idea of devolution, which is what Devo is short for, uh, after watching two of their friends get killed by the National Guardsmen at that Kent State shooting. Oh, the, my yeah, yeah, so oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah. So and, he was there. Oh my goodness! That's... Yeah. Like two of his friends, you know, were shot by National Guardsmen at a peace rally oh. against the Vietnam War Oof. and oh that's where he came up with the idea that society is devolving I see and yeah Mark Mothersbaugh was intrigued by this concept and he used his interest in post-structuralism which very briefest definition I could muster was where one studies the object and the system of knowledge that produced the object okay. uh, to build upon the idea further and then they were devo properly in 1973. Ooh. So their music has been featured in a lot of video games. Uh, their song Whip It, which is probably the most well-known Debo song, do, 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 do. Yeah, has been featured in Band Hero, Donkey Konga, Rock Band 3, Lips I Love the 80s, and DDR Ultra Mix 3. Oh, man, bring out the lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah. Because, yes, I love wasting my time on video game OST wiki. Uh, Uncontrollable <laughs> Urge was in Rock Band 2 and Tony Hawk's Shred girl you want in Fortnite as part of the radio station their joyride update and <laughs> yeah. was dlc for rock band <laughs> through being cool was also rock band dlc and in the game nba 2k8 and uh, fresh, the best two K. Yes. In my opinion. And I'm sticking oh, to no. it. The, no, the best is two K sixteen NBA two K sixteen, oh, yeah. which had live the dream Spike Lee's yes. That's the Spike Lee Spike joint. joint. Spike <laughs> joint. <laughs> oh, God. I would be so down to do like a watch along three thousand uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Oh my goodness! Down. I recorded most of my playthrough
3: for that. You so did I actually may still have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: and fresh, their song fresh off their latest album, something for everybody, is in Little Big Carding. Not a significant game. But that album still slaps. Nice. So here's where things get interesting. Mm. In 1989, Mothersbog formed a music production company called uh, Mutato Musica, where he did a lot of composition work for movies. Uh, So he's a frequent collaborator with director Wes Anderson. For example, the movies Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, The Royal Tenenbaums, The Life Aquatic, (sighs) Moonrise Kingdom.
3: Yeah, Uh, He does does
4: the score for these? Yeah, he does the score for Uh, these movies. mm -hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, and also uh, works with Lord and Miller a lot. So uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the Jump Street movies, uh, and then uh, all the Lego movies, the Mitchells vs. the Machines, America, the motion picture.
2: Those are all
5: very different movies. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the the guy's got range.
4: I'm just going to list off all the ones that are not by the director groups I mentioned. Happy Gilmore, (laughs) Thor Ragnarok, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, all the Hotel Transylvanias. Of course. And Alvin and the Chipmunks, but only Chipwrecked and
1: Road Chip. Okay, those have amazing (laughs) pun names, so I I agree with those. I agree with that.
4: (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, and again, as a room full of millennials, this would probably be where he kind of hits the hardest. He was... Now he also did scores for TV shows uh, and a frequent collaborator with JQ Quintel of Regular Show and Close Enough and Klasky Supo. That name in squiggly lines that would show up after the vast majority of cartoons we all watch as we kid- as kids, namely Rugrats. Oh. Yes, that little that dude 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 that was Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark Mothersbaugh. (laughs) So, yeah. A lot of great uh, came out of that very sad accident he was tangentially a part Mm. of. Uh, He also did the music for Pee-Wee's Playhouse, Beekman's World, Disenchantment, uh, the theme song to Our Flag Means Death,
0: uh, Rocket
4: Power, another Class B Supo show that he did under a a separate project, The Wipeouters. Uh, He also did the music for Tiger King, (laughs) <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, the animated series, which I only included so I could say that Dumb and Dumber had an yes. animated series. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> and last but not least, Santo Bigito, a show that nobody remembers, but he's credited under Mark Mother's bug. So again, hey. I had to include it. <laughs>
5: That's funny.
4: So here's where things get relevant. Here's- oh man! I need you know, I
1: was, I was I was I was I was here for the ride, It didn't matter where it landed. But I'm, I'm I, happy
3: I want that sound minute. clip
1: to use in my life, <laughs> or if I'm just like, all right, here, just play this. Here's
3: where things get relevant. Anyway, mom. So, sorry about all that. Yeah. So, so
4: under mutated my, my Roth Ira guy, Yeah. So under mutated <laughs> music guy, he is the be- he has written uh, helped write soundtracks for video games. Oh yes. wait, that is
1: what we're talking about. Yes, exactly.
4: So that's where this all comes in. But again, Mark, again, once you, once I tell you this guy's Uber, it's like I have to. Yeah. I have to include him. Uh, so co collaborator with Josh Mansell of uh, Mutated Musica, he has developed the soundtracks for Crash Bandicoot one through three and Crash Team Racing. Nice. And the soundtracks to Jack and Daxter one, two, and three. So, aka the good naughty dog series. <laughs> Uncharted garbage. Uh, <laughs> Last of Us garbage. Because you did not have Mark Mothers Fogg working on your soundtracks.
5: We would like to take this opportunity to remind you that the opinions or our guests are not necessarily reflective <laughs> <to> over- <laughs> of the
2: Dragons of the Week. Could you could we you imagine? we would also it? like to take this moment to point out that both of those other games were Dragons of the Week to beat the composers at different <laughs> <places>. They were
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did either of those people make Whip It? <laughs> (laughs)
1: Freedom of choice? I will say it would have hit a little differently for him to have him on stage um, at the Sony Expo and have him playing on the... uh, (laughs) That would have hit a little (laughs) different
4: than than the guy. Uh, So he also worked on the game My Sims, uh, The Simpsons Game, and the soundtrack to The Sims 2. And oh. if you listen to some of the soundtracks, of yeah. it, because like you think of the original Sims, and it's like that by theme gets stuck in your head, that kind of like you know futuristic. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to tap into that energy when he was doing all the music for The Sims 2. And if you listen to a couple of you know the tracks he worked on, it's like oh wait a second, you could probably sing like lyrics to these, and they would be <laughs> Devo songs. Fantastic. So yeah, so it's it, it's really great, and he definitely does subscribe to the philosophy of listen, I. I have to be able to listen to this ten thousand times, or else, like, I'm not going to want to, you know, like, use it anymore. There's more, by the way. (laughs) Uh, He also worked on Boom Blocks, Uh, so the, the, the Steven Spielberg game on the Nintendo Wii. And now, here's a fun fact that goes along with it. Okay, he almost worked on Back to the Future. And when Steven Spielberg brought him in, it's like, hey, we want I want to work with you for this movie I'm doing called Back to the Future. And it's like, oh, you know, great. And, you know, I get to do like the, the soundtrack to that and the score to this. You know, it's all it's going to be awesome. Robert Zemeckis wanted him to play Doc Brown.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow.
4: That would have been very different. <laughs> we, we could be living in the timeline where Mark bob was Doc Brown in Back to the Future. And of course, and I'm going to end on his most recent work, sure. uh, which he co-wrote again with, uh, and, uh, this time he co-wrote it with Wataru <clears throat> Wataru Hokuyama, who also did the music for Resident Evil 5 nice. and Knack. And that is Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. Nice. And that was when he, and he contracted COVID as he Aww. was about to finish it. And put it into the the orchestral stage. So Mark Mothersbaugh was almost our first casualty of uh, COVID. So take that... Stuff seriously, people, please. <laughs> yeah, or else I would have gone ballistic. Yeah, and that is Mark Mothersbaugh, my dragon of the week. Nice.
5: I just looked up a picture of him. He oh, would have made an excellent I Doc I did the Brown. same he's thing. Got,
3: he's got yeah. a very yeah. good Doc Brown look. He does. He's there got is... a wildness in his eyes
4: <laughs> <laughs> that I can't quite Apparently, pin. It's true. This is something that's like I can't find a hundred percent confirmation on. Uh-huh. But he was also the inspiration for the look of Chucky from Rugrats. Chucky from I, can totally believe I can see that. that. Yeah. And you know it's also interesting. You're
1: mentioning the Sims 2 and about how you know you could sing along to a lot of those things. But I also Sims 2 also has a lot of the Rugrats theme, like music to it because it has a lot of that little wispy um Xylophony. Uh, Xylophony, yeah. like like little beats to it as well. Um, and that makes complete sense. <laughs> this is why I
3: love this feature because now I'm gonna like hear like music of his, and then I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, that totally goes together, and I didn't never knew why, <laughs> but yeah. it's because uh, of this 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 creator. That's
1: fantastic. Yeah, well, thank you so much for bringing that to us. And um, he is busy, yeah, very
3: goodness. busy. Goodness, he's yeah. like Rhythm Bastard busy.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, like if there was. Two people whose lives I just want to like mash and make my musical career would be Henry Rollins and Mark Mothersbaugh.
1: Nice. That those are that would be quite the mash. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Amazing. But unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode.
3: And we're here. Oh my goodness. I know. It flew I know. on by. We're here.
1: However, oh, wow, wow. if you would like to hear more of Rhythm Bastard, Eric himself. Oh. Where can we find you? Yeah. Well, what you do?
4: You can find me on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks, because I rock so hard, I have to put it in the URL. Boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can also find me on uh, Bandcamp at rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com. I sell merch at, I also sell merch there, and at nice. uh, shop.rhythmbastard.rocks. I have a Patreon where weekly I put up a little thing of all the different projects I work on. So, you know, in addition to working on music and working on, you know, podcast editing, I'll also let you know of similar things in the background. Like, I'm working on a VR chat avatar of Thrash Panda. It
1: looks amazing. Which, which is your persona. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then if you want to see all of that, um, his progression on that, look in our Discord under, I think of what, Brag About It? Yeah. Yeah, Brag About It. You posted your very first working on it, and then every single time you finished a session you would post what you were done with and i've loved following along to that
4: <laughs> it was yeah, great so now that's an fbx i can just insert them everywhere mm. that's yeah it's yeah, so yeah, good it's, like no there's oh god there's sorry to get tangential but um <laughs> yes, I, no I, pl- I plug the Bandcamp, i plug the Patreon. Yeah, sure that's all i need uh <laughs> i'm also like doing more on tiktok and Instagram. you went super
2: viral didn't you
4: Yes, uh, yeah, because at the last anime ey, I cosplayed as Meowsels from Fortnite, and Perfect. somebody made like a fan cam of it, and was like, "I'm so thirsty over this Mousel's cosplay." <laughs> That's right. I was like, I have to join TikTok now, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be more out right there because I got permabanned on Twitter. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, well, hey, I, um, unrelated note, I have a song called "F Turfs," but don't have sex with them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Your hustle. Culture is the realest and it's super inspirational and it's always awesome to know that at any moment I can look and find you working hard on something and be able to watch your process with it. Uh, which is which is fantastic. It is. Um, thanks for being the podcast. We have a few things to announce, some housekeeping on our end. If you are following along with our Adventurers Club, our book club but with video games, uh, next this next week is your last week to play Two Point Campus. On October 27th is when we'll be recording the podcast, and if you have thoughts on it, put it into our podcast discussion so we can include your thoughts and your name as we discuss all of that uh, that following week's uh, podcast. So you
1: have one week.
3: We're going to spoil everything.
5: We're, We're going to spoil,
1: spoil everything. everything. Oh, yeah. There's so oh, much to spoil. <laughs> spo- so many so, points. So about much, two points. Yeah, yeah. Man. We're
5: going to tell you about the first point and the second point.
1: That's right. Oh. And it all takes place on campus. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Shut the front door. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so... Until then, though,
3: you can also find us on Twitch, on Instagram. Uh, we are on Twitch twice a week, Tuesdays and Saturdays. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, where we uh, delve deep into our indie developers throughout, uh, throughout the weeks and months. And uh, where else can they find us? Is that about it? Anywhere else they want. Else Just type want. in Taste of Dragons. You'll find us. You'll find us. Yeah. You know how the internet works. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> the internet.
1: <laughs> so on behalf of our guest Eric, aka Rhythm Bastard, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda, and I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste of Dragons. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much, Eric. You rock. You, you, are are <laughs> you are the best. You are the best. Troy, you did not want an outro
0: to happen. <laughs> Taste of dragons gaming podcast, a podcast for everyone's day.